What is good, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Monday, February 22nd, man. I hope all you guys had a nice and enjoyable weekend this past weekend, man. Hopefully, all you guys have an even better new week ahead of you, man. Every single day is an opportunity to get better. Even if it's just 1%, man, that's still growth. That's still evolving, man. Just keep trying to strive, man. Every single day is an opportunity for you to elevate yourself. It's an opportunity for you to be better than the old version of yourself, man. So just keep pushing, keep striving, keep doing what you want to do in this life. As long as it's the right thing to do, follow your heart. Don't necessarily listen to your mind because your mind can lie to you sometimes. I promise you, I'm telling you the truth. But just keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep going in the right direction. Stop listening to the BS and the negativity. Follow what your heart is telling you to do, man. Follow the right things in life, and I promise you, you can have whatever you want in this life, man. But of course, we're still in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, man. So please wash your hands as much as possible to keep the virus from getting on your hands and especially your face. Anytime you're surrounded by a large group, crowd, or gathering, man, please wear a mask, especially if you're in a public area or public setting. Just wear your mask, and then when you're by yourself, go about your day, have as much fun as you like to. But in the meantime, please just wear your mask mask, man. Of course, we're still praying and hoping for the best for all the good people down in Texas dealing with the winter storms and the power outages, man. And anybody going through any type of negativity right now that's dealing with any type of pain, I promise you, man, better days are coming and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to keep pushing, man. And of course, what I did also forget to mention when it comes to coronavirus, the most important point, I don't know how I forgot this, but anytime you have any type of sunshine or sunlight, wherever you are at on the globe, we call the earth, man, please go outside and get some ultraviolet rays, aka sunlight on your skin, because I promise you the sun kills all viruses and the coronavirus is not excluded from that list. And of course, we are still demanding justice for Breonna Taylor. We are still demanding justice for Elijah McClain. We are still demanding justice for Jacob Blake. And we're going to continue to demand justice for anybody that has been a victim of police brutality or police murderings. It has been going on for far too long. Those cases should have already been solved in the right manner. Sadly, they have not been handled the right way, but we're still going to continue to demand justice regardless, man. But I just hope all you guys are doing good out there, man. Attack this week with the right mindset, trying to get better each and every single day, man. And just know, your time is coming. The opportunity that you want in this life is coming. The things that you have dreamed about are, are coming your way. But I've got to tell you this. In the meantime, grind every single day. And even more important, do not hate on anybody else. Just know what's meant for you will always be for you. You're going to see people that are richer than you. You're going to see people that are broker than you. You're going to see people that get their dreams much faster than you. You're going to see people that fall off faster than you ever would have imagined. But you just got to focus on you, man. You got to control the things that you can control, man. So I just hope all you guys have a great week this upcoming week, man. But first and foremost, before I get into our topic at hand, it was a lot of different things that took place in the basketball world, the basketball realm, however you want to say it, this past weekend. First and foremost, I got to say rest in peace to the father of DeMar DeRozan. Sadly, you know, DeMar and his family lost him this past weekend, man. So we're sending our love and condolences to him. But on a lighter note, LeBron James, one of the greatest to ever do it, reached 35 thousand total points in his career man i feel like it's only a matter of a few seasons until he passes kareem abdul jabbar to be the nba's all-time leading scorer so congrats to lebron for accumulating 35,000 points that's a lot of buckets man think about that 35k shout to lebron man also too some topics we're going to talk about throughout the course of this week the boston celtics and the milwaukee bucks are struggling 
mightily right now. And I mean mightily. And on the other hand, some other teams in the Eastern Conference, the Toronto Raptors and the Miami Heat, are surging, putting together and stringing together wins. So we're going to talk about that later this week. But today, I want to talk about a top five matchup that took place yesterday afternoon in Columbus, Ohio, that featured the third-ranked Michigan Wolverines, led by Jawan Howard, and the fourth-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes, led by Chris Holtman. And this was a fantastic game. Before I actually get into the box score in the game, I just got to say, this game, as I was watching it, it gave me big-time Elite Eight vibes. Like, this was an NCAA tournament quality game. The both teams are playing hard. Both teams executed down the stretch. And this was just a really well put together effort by both the coaches and the coaching staffs of both these universities. And I just love watching this game for the entirety. So the final score ended up being 92 to 87 in favor of Michigan. But getting into the box score real quickly before we get into the game. For Ohio State, Dwayne Washington had 30 points and three assists. EJ Liddell had 23 points, 3 assists, and 10 rebounds. CJ Walker, off the bench, had 15 points, 3 assists, and 3 rebounds. And for Michigan, on the other hand, you had Hunter Dickinson with 22 points and 9 rebounds. Shawnee Brown scored 15 points. Eli Brooks had 17 points, shooting 3 of 4 from the 3. Mike Smith, the point guard for Michigan, had 11 points and 7 assists. And Isaiah Livers had 12 points, 4 assists, and 4 rebounds. So, in this game... Dwayne Washington, who has been the leading scorer for Ohio State for a few years, it feels like now, came out aggressive as I don't know what, and he was just scoring at will. And it wasn't like Michigan's defense was playing bad. He was just hitting some tough shots. He had a couple big-time, you know, deep threes. He was getting to the rack. He had a couple mid-range pull-ups. This dude is a bona fide scorer. Dwayne Washington was built to score, and that's exactly what he did in yesterday's game. And then, you had EJ Liddell, a big-time product. He's 6'8". He can score from pretty much anywhere. He's pretty much a power forward, but he can just go out and shoot the three just as well as anybody in the country. He couldn't miss early. I think he had a couple mid-range jumpers to start this game. He got to the free throw line. But for Ohio State's defense, I noticed that they double-teamed Hunter Dickinson. And Hunter Dickinson, man... I cannot rave enough about just how good this dude is. He's a product of the DMV. He went to DeMatha Catholic High School, which, of course, is a prominent you know, basketball program in that area and in the country, to be honest with you. And really, Ohio State double-teamed him, and he was making them pay every single time they sent that double-team. Every time they double-teamed, he would catch the ball, face the rim, and he would just make a swift, nice decision, and it would lead to a Michigan three. He had a couple times where it got to Shondi Brown, and he hit a three. He had a couple other times where it was Eli Brooks's turn, and Eli Brooks was, was big when it came to hitting threes in the first half for Michigan. Their defense for Michigan, man, did a phenomenal job of giving Justin Orange no airspace. If you know Justin Orange, he is probably one of the better three-point shooters not only in the Big Ten, but especially for Ohio State. And Michigan did not give him any type of breathing room in this game. They were closing him out really swift. They made him put the ball on the ground and try to make him make a play. And their defense was just swarming, man. You got to give them a lot of credit for that. And they just gave him no breathing room. And even when it came to guarding Dwayne Washington, they did a good job of guarding Dwayne Washington. They, they forced him into a lot of tough shots. Again, he was just making them, and they really couldn't do anything about it. But also, as I noticed throughout the course of this game, Michigan had a clear size mismatch because Ohio State's best big man, you know, again, EJ Liddell's about 6'8", you know, Kyle Young's about the same size. Um, and after that, they're pretty much a small team. And so you could tell that Michigan had the size advantage throughout the course of this game. 
And for most part of this game, they were making them pay for that. But also, too, going back to EJ Liddell, he had some big offensive rebounds in that first half that were key. And another thing, Chris Holman, I don't know when he decided to make this move because CJ Walker has been the starting point guard for Ohio State for the past couple years now. And to bring him off the bench is a smart move, to say the least, because he came he came off the bench in yesterday's game, and he was just aggressive, not only as a playmaker trying to get, you know, his teammates good looks, but as a scorer. You know, he loves that mid-range pull-up that's pretty much unguardable because he, he has such a tight crossover, and he can get into tight spaces, and he was big for Ohio State off the bench because Ohio State's firepower honestly does not compare to the amount of firepower that Michigan has on their team, and that was big, but also, too, man, when it came to hitting the three-point shot in the first half, Michigan was damn near flawless. It felt like they did not miss a single three in the first half. Matter of fact, in that first half, Michigan made 10 three-point shots, and Mike Smith had a couple big time. The first one, he was coming off a pick and roll. The shot clock was winding down. He decides to just put up a heave, and he made it. The second one, he was operating off a pick and roll. He gets into the corner. He kind of made like a step back move. He rose, fired it, and it was good just like that, and really, that was probably the, the best offense for Michigan because, again, Ohio State did a pretty good job of containing Hunter Dickinson, even though he did score a little bit in that first half. But for the most part, they did a good job of getting the ball out of his hands because, again, man, Hunter Dickinson is 7-2, 7-3, and he's skilled as I don't know what. Like, I cannot rave enough about just how good he is. And Ohio State did an okay job of keeping the ball out of his hands. But really, those 10 first-half threes really hurt Ohio State a lot. And honestly, to end out the half, you had Eli Brooks get a nice cut, kind of like a curl cut for easy layup. And at the half, Michigan was up 45 to 43. And in the second half, it was honestly just a lot of back and forth. It felt like, you know, Michigan was going to pull away. Dwayne Washington hit a couple big time shots to keep to keep Ohio State back in this game. And a lot of just lead changes, a lot of ties. And this is what you expect from two top five teams in the nation to give you a back and forth game, a high quality offensive game. And the defenses, for the most part, were both really good. And that was a big time thing. And honestly, like Ohio State did a good job of protecting the ball for majority of this game. But they had only nine turnovers, which is not bad at all. But they had key and costly turnovers that ultimately were the reason that Ohio State lost this game. Because really, like, yeah, the Justice Swing turnover was bad. But I wouldn't say that was the worst turnover of the game because they had a couple other turnovers that were just as costly. But Shawnee Brown, man, Shawnee Brown had, to me, the play of the game because he had a play where he got one offensive rebound. He tried to make a pass to Hunter Dickinson in the post. I think Hunter Dickinson caught it. He threw it to the corner where Eli, or excuse me, where Mike Brooks, or excuse me, Mike Smith was. Mike Smith made a pass to Isaiah Livers on the left wing. Isaiah Livers shot the three. He missed the three. And then Shawnee Brown got his second offensive rebound in that same possession. He caught it. He was under the rim. He went up and scored the layup. And that play right there was the play that I could just tell that Michigan was was going to win this game because that gave them all the life. And when you're a defense like Ohio State and you're giving up two offensive rebounds to a guard in the same possession, that could be draining. That could be frustrating. And you could see on their faces that they were mad about the effort on the boards. And really, Michigan just took control down the stretch in the second half. And I think another big play was also off a really good pick and roll between Mike Smith and Hunter Dickinson. 
Mike Smith goes baseline. He kind of gets cut off between the baseline and his defender. He throws like a bounce pass that only gets to Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson grabs it, doesn't take a single dri dribble. He makes a drop step, pivot, and just dunks it on two Ohio State defensive players. And it was a big-time slam, man. And pretty much Ohio State just could not do anything with that. And again, the, the biggest and most costly turnover probably of the game, I would say it's the second biggest turnover of the game, but... Justice Sewing, I don't know what Justice Sewing was thinking, but he was coming off a double screen. He doesn't actually use a double screen. He, he turns down the double screen. Instead of going, you know, towards the middle of the key, he goes baseline. And I don't know what was going through his head, but he throws a behind-the-back pass that I guess he thought EJ Liddell was going to make a pick-and-pop type of move and come to the three-point line and get it, but he doesn't. And nobody knew where the ball was except for Isaiah Livers, who tracks it down. He goes the, the length of the court. He scores and gets fouled by Justice Sewing, giving up an and one. And I think at that moment in time, that put Michigan either up five or six points with 233 left. And like plays like that are costly, man. When you're a team, especially in the NCAA tournament, and you're playing in a wire, you know, down to the wire type of game that's going back and forth, the last thing that you can afford for your offense is having a turnover. And especially a turnover like that, where the miscommunication was just clearly off. And, you know, Michigan made the most of it. If I was just assuming, I would have not fouled Isaiah Livers. Honestly, like, in that moment in time, the best option for you to do anything right there is just to let Isaiah Livers score the bucket. And I know it sounds crazy because you don't want to give up easy opportunities, especially in a rivalry game at that. But when you already throw a bad pass and you're already pretty much, you know, trailing in the play, Isaiah Livers had a cool two to three feet ahead of him before he scored the layup. You just cannot afford a play like that. And just assuming as a veteran, as a player that's been in college basketball for four, you know, three to four years, you cannot give up plays like that. Plays like that are what can cost you, you know, a win in an NCAA tournament game. And so I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't say that was the biggest turnover, but it was probably the most costly turnover at that moment in time. And really, that just that was pretty much the end of the, the game for Ohio State. And, you know, the pretty much the game winner, you know, Isaiah Livers was dribbling the ball. Ohio State double teamed him, and he threw a really good pass to a cutting Eli Brooks for an easy layup. And Michigan, man, they got a hard, tough earned win, man, again, by a score of 92 to 87. And pretty much the thing that it was, it was a few different factors to why Michigan won this game, but the, the biggest factors was one, Hunter Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson, man, not only, I think we all knew that he wasn't only one of the best freshmen in America, but just one of the best players, period. He is one of the best post presences, if not the best post presence in all the country, from the skill, the footwork, the touch around the rim, the ability to pass and make plays while being double teamed. He just has a full arsenal in his game. And honestly, he's going to be at Michigan probably, he he could leave this year if he wanted to and enter the NBA draft. I do see him probably coming back for one more year, but regardless, man, Hunter Dickinson is a talented player. Again, shout out to the DMV for producing a player like that because he is special. But another factor to why Michigan won was their defense, their shooting, and most importantly is their firepower, man. This team, from top to bottom, give Jawan Howard 
and his staff a lot of credit for building this roster and constructing this roster the way it has been built. From getting, you know, Mike Smith as a graduate transfer point guard from Columbia University, from adding Shondi Brown from Wake Forest, a veteran presence, to bringing back players like Isaiah Livers, you know, Franz Wagner, who honestly, Franz Wagner should be the best player on this team, but he just knows his role. He doesn't force anything. He could easily be the leading scorer for this team, but he doesn't. Like, he just knows exactly what he's supposed to do. You still got Eli Brooks, and you just have so much depth on this team that honestly, I would not be surprised if Michigan were able to reach a Final Four. And Ohio State, too. Ohio State is a good team just as well, but Michigan has so much firepower, and they have so many different ways that they can beat you that it's going to be tough for any team to knock them out in March. Like, I'm going to just be honest. Like, even though I'm a Michigan State fan, I got to call it how I see it, man. This team has so much depth. Give Jawan Howard a lot of credit, especially because they're just coming off. They're fresh. I believe they're fresh off a COVID pause in their university. So they weren't playing any games for the past few weeks, man. So give credit to Michigan. They earned this W from, you know, start of the tip to the end of this game. Ohio State put up a valiant effort. Dwayne Washington, I kind of feel bad for him because he was hooping. He put on a big-time performance on a nationally televised game. EJ Liddell just as well. And Ohio State fought. You, you know, give them love and credit for how they fought. But Michigan, man, is a real team. Like, I know we talk about Baylor and Gonzaga, but Michigan is just as good because they have so much firepower from all the players that they have it feels like every time they put a player in the game from the starting five to the seventh eighth man everybody contributes every single player contributes and when you're Jawan Howard you got to love that you got to appreciate that because not a lot of coaches in the country have that not not a lot of coaches in the country have that luxury and Jawan Howard has that this Michigan team man is loaded and they're built to make a run in March man and it's just it's it's really good to see what Jawan Howard has been doing with Michigan, man, especially because also, too, he has the number one ranked recruiting class in the country coming in next year with players like Musa Diabate and Caleb Houston coming in. So be on the lookout for Michigan next season as well, man. But they just, they got the job done. This was their first win at Ohio State in Columbus since February 11th of 2014. So that's a seven-year drought that Jawan Howard and his Michigan Wolverines just snapped last, or, or yesterday, excuse me, in Columbus, man. So a big up to them. They did what they had to do, man. Hunter Dickinson is definitely a candidate for National Player of the Year. He's for sure a candidate for Big Ten Player of the Year. And that's kind of where it gets interesting, too, because you got players like Ayo Dusumu, who's been putting on a show for the Fighting Illini and Brad Underwood in Champaign, Illinois. You got a player, of course, like Luca Garza, who was the National Player, or excuse me, who was the Player of the Year in the Big Ten last year for Iowa and the Hawkeyes. And so it's a tight race right now. I ain't gonna lie. It's a lot of people that think Luca Garza has already wrapped it up in one Big Ten Player of the Year. But honestly, you have to give serious consideration to Ayo Dusumu and Hunter Dickinson, man. The way they've both been playing, all three of them really have all been playing big-time basketball. They've all been big contributors to their team's success. And right now, Michigan is on a five-game winning streak. They're the first they're, they're the first place team in the Big Ten. They sit in the, on top of the Big Ten all by themselves. Think about that. With a record of 11-1 in the Big Ten. Then you got Ohio State in third place with a 12 and 5 record and sitting in between those two teams in second place is Illinois the fighting Illini too so it's going to be a real interesting race in the Big 10 as the season winds down of course selection Sunday I believe is 2 weeks from next Sunday so that's going to be interesting to see man because the Big 10 is loaded a team like Michigan and Ohio State both those teams I believe right now are both projected to be number 1 seeds 
by the time the NCAA tournament gets here. So it's going to be interesting to watch, man. Again, credit to both these teams. This game was a high-level, high-intensity game where both teams executed. But down the stretch, man, again, Michigan's firepower outweighed the firepower that Ohio State had. And you got to give credit to Dwayne Washington. He put on a show. But really, Michigan's just too deep, man. They just got too many good players on their team. And they're going to make a run. I, I truly believe that Jerron Howard is built for March. This team has it all, man. So give credit to where credit is due, man. But again, man, as always, I appreciate you guys. We got a lot to talk about this upcoming week, man. Basketball is in full effect. Um, I've been watching a lot of women's college basketball as well. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about that. From Player of the Year candidates, we got a lot of different candidates. From Dana Evans at Louisville to, of course, Paige at UConn to Leah Boston at South Carolina. So we're going to talk about that, man. But I appreciate you guys as always. Shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. I'm a college basketball writer slash blogger slash journalist. Featured alongside a whole bunch of other really talented writer slash blogger slash journalists. We are at Nuts and Bolts SP on both Twitter and Instagram. Please go follow us on all of our social media platforms, man. For all your sports news and needs, I promise you Nuts and Bolts Sports has it all for you guys. So please go check us out. And as always, too, I am also featured on Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network alongside a whole bunch of other content creators and podcast hosters. So please go check us out on our sports podcast network as well for all the sports podcasts in the world that you can use or need i promise you nuts and bolts sports has it all for you guys man but i appreciate you guys this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast man as always please like comment subscribe rate review and share and if you listen to my podcast on apple podcast please leave a rate and review that is how we share grow and expand the podcast you guys have a beautiful and lovely rest of your week enjoy basketball enjoy life enjoy what you're doing in this life and just take it day by day to see another day man as always peace love and blessings gone